before the NSARS campaign, I plead with you to pray for the peace of Nigeria. Welcome to the conversations with Uncle Charles and I'm excited that you've joined us today as well. Wherever you are, whatever time you're listening to the show, you are welcome. And as we do here on the show, week in, week out, we have some amazing conversations with some public figures, people that, you know, we know in various um, industries. And today we've turned our attention to the music industry and we've gone all the way to Lagos, Nigeria. And joining me in this interview is a man who has so many names, so many accolades. Um, most people call him the Welu Welu Master. <laughs> and for that, we welcome Minister Samuel Poso. Yes, yes. Say something. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so delighted to be here. Listen, um, I know I've asked you this before, but for people who've probably never listened to any of our conversations, can you explain where the name Welu Welu Master came from? The Welu Welu Master. Yes, sir. He came from a track that was my my like my debut my debut into the mm. gospel music industry yes. and the track is really originally titled unconditional love but because of how the afrocentricness of the song came and it was so widely accepted the chorus had that chant welu welu Wellu wellu, it was so commanding. Jesus, Jesus, I thank you. Wellu wellu, ah, wellu wellu. And before you know, the title of the song changed to Wellu wellu, and nobody was naming or labeling the song "Unconditional Love" anymore. And from that, I got the nickname Samuel Okoso, the Wellu Wellu Master. The Welu Welu Master. So I take it Welu Welu is probably is that pigeon or is that a local? Yeah, you see, something. It, it, it is our pigeon English, but basically mm. it is um it is um like saying very very well in English. Okay, okay, so okay, okay. Instead of saying Jesus, I thank you very well. Okay, very well. okay. He wasn't going to give me that. Oomph, that effect so <laughs> yeah so instead of saying very very well i said wellu wellu so wellu, wellu. that drove the point home so it's it's a, it's a chant it's a slogan from then up until now wow 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 that's fantastic um 
Sami, I, I was having a chat with somebody. In fact, it was just this afternoon. I was talking to somebody and, I, you know, in our conversation, I just said, oh, I need to go now because I need to go have a chat with um, Sami Oposo. And then you became our topic for the afternoon. Wow. You know, we, we, did, we discussed you a bit, but it was all very good. I can <laughs> promise <problem>. you that. <laughs> and, and, and what this person said to me was, you know, they have so much respect for you. Um, you've been in the industry for a very long time and you are still relevant. Ah. How have you how have you managed that? Because you know, I casting my mind back, I can think of a lot of people who you kind of started with. Yes. Some of them we uh, don't hear yeah, anymore. We don't hear about them anymore, yes. What's 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 the secret of your endurance? Um basically for me, um, um when because I started out as a keyboard player, first of all, just playing in my in, in, in church in my music team, and then when I when I moved from from Delta to Lagos, I I I formed um formed the band where we were we were rehearsing some smooth jazz, some some serious jazz because we wanted to like expand our musical vocabulary and our repertoire. So, so you started off you started off doing secular then. Yeah, is I that... first started off in church. Grew up in church. Oh, in church. Okay. Okay. Yeah, grew up okay. in church. Discovered my musical talent in church at the age of ten. You know, just playing the piano and uh, went through school and when, when when I wanted to go professional, like I was going to face this. That was when I came into Lagos and then we started doing some non-gospel stuff secular stuff but it was mainly really really jazz because trying to score and 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 learn how to play jazz tracks you really have to concentrate it makes it makes you very skillful so i think jazz music was something i took a liking to from a very tender age so i got together with some of my friends and we started playing jazz and some people liked it so we were going to different joints We'll just do jazz for like an hour, an hour and a half. No singing, just jazz, just instrumental, you know. And then people saw that the band was so skillful. And then artists started requesting to work with us at gigs. And that's how we now started doing a lot of uh, the gigs with the secular artists, you know. So I, and then I, I moved from there into becoming like a producer, started producing music for people and from that time that was when i started seeing how artists come and go so quickly that's that's the reason why i said that to answer your question mm. i started mm. seeing how some of the artists i would produce great song today this year next year by the third year we are looking for them we can't even find them no confusion. why is that though why, yeah, why is that why I, I, is that i don't you know, and for me, it, it worried me as 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 a producer. I was not an artist yet at this time, so I started asking myself why. This question you were asking me, I started asking myself. But then there were some other set of artists who who were there, who I met there, who were still there, and they were still holding it down. So I started studying those guys. I started finding out. What is it that these people are doing? Why are they still here? And why are these other people nowhere to be found? And it was then I discovered this secret that 
a lot of these artists who have been there, who are still there, are they have a very unique Afrocentric sound that the people around them, their people, their country, their state, they take a liking to that track, to that genre, to that kind of sound. So I'm like, okay, in as much as we want to go global, you have to be able to service your people first. Going global, it's not the primary objective. That's what I saw from them because they were producing sounds that were relevant to where they came from, from their people. They were, they were, they were doing rap music, but I heard them rapping in indigenous languages. They were rapping in Igbo, rapping in Yoruba, rapping in Hausa, rapping in, in Urobo. I'm like, wow, these guys are trying to do something Western, but they have put it in an Afrocentric package. And the people are loving it. And the people love them. So and once your people love you back home, your music kind just finds a way to get across the shores of the country without you promoting them to your people all over the country. Do you know what I mean? All over the world. I I, I totally I totally get you. And Sammy, you know, you, you've just made a very important point. Because yes. obviously, you know, doing the things that I do, I talk to people from different parts of Africa. Yes. And um and gospel music from Nigeria is usually a focal point of our conversations. Yes. And one of the um, views that people have as to why Nigerian gospel music is traveling so much. Yes. People keep saying it's because all oh, the Nigerians they speak, you know, pidgin, but it's still English, so yes. everybody can understand. Is that is that a reason? Or you you made a very important point that first of all you have to start to identify with your own people. That's Which one of right. these two? That's right. Charity do you, do you think? Home. I think it is both, Charles, Uncle Charles. Hmm. I think, and for us, it's it's in fact apart from Nigeria. I also see the same thing that I'm talking about very, very, very strong in Accra. It is also very, very strong in South Africa. Having been able to travel around, when I started traveling, you go to Kenya, you go to Tanzania, the Swahili sound is strong on ground. Yes, they appreciate music from outside. A lot of the artists have crossed over internationally, but those ones who know how to do stuff in their local dialect, in their pidgin English, in whatever, they, they, they have this entrenched thing back home. The people love them because the people see that you are servicing us. And those people, once they love you back home, you see this thing, somebody in Nigeria sends your music, sends the link of your video to her relative in, in, in California. They send it to a relative in New York. They send it to somebody in Portugal. They send it to somebody in Malaysia. And before you know, you are right here. You have not even um, taken the services of a publicist or a promoter, but your music have traveled because your people have sent it to their people all over the world. And So it's a, it's a case of charity begins at home. Charity begins at home. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's in English, is in Yorubo, is in... Is in is in, is, in Ghana, is in Zulu, is in Swahili. Your people, your people are the people. Are, there is that word of mouth publicity is dangerous. 
that word of wow. mouth. Yes, where people begin, they just begin to share your music in their WhatsApp group. You don't even know how far your songs have gone. It goes so far because somebody loves it and say, hey, I just discovered this Bible. Let me send it to you. I know you will like it. And it becomes a chain reaction. So a lot of the time when I say to artists, they see me, I oh, I'm traveling now. I'm touring here. And I always tell them, it wasn't always this way. I was in Nigeria. I stayed in Nigeria. My first song that brought me into the limelight was a very Afrocentric song. And I tried to balance it. I said, not all of us have the ability to be able to be very, very Afrocentric. But if, if you find that you have that talent, work it and use it. And there is nothing wrong with communicating in English language. I know some of my friends who don't do this Afrocentric thing. And all they do is they sing in English, they rap in English, and they broke even at home too. And they went abroad. So what I'm saying is the mindset of wanting to go and capture overseas first is a wrong mindset. So, so hold it there, hold it there. So can you hand on heart, hand on heart, yes. say that or disprove me that, okay, if somebody's doing Afrocentric music, if somebody's singing in their own dialect, that means they're, gonna, they're not going to break out internationally. Is that? That cool? is totally wrong, mm. Uncle Charles. Mm. Mm. Music is mm. universal. Thank you. Music is universal. Sometimes you cannot even understand a word of that language, but the sound carries you. Mm. I, I, the sound carries you. Listen, I, I find it, my... it, it, it's, it's very it's very interesting because <laughs> I mean some 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 of some of the best songs that I've heard come out of the Ooh. continent are. are in languages that I have no clue, but I hear, um, and it's like, wow, what? what is this? Look, look, you see, I mean, I, 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 I mean, let me talk about somebody we all, we both know, we love. Joe Metal, I love him. Fantastic voice, great worshiper. But listen, Uncle Charles, there is something that happens to me when I listen to Bononi. Something, something touches me somewhere. There is that African DNA where I don't need to ask him to send me the full interpretation of the lyrics. Something touches me. And I'm like, wow. And I can say the same thing about Jehovah, don't do me something. A marvelous thing. Where, yeah. where that yeah. song has gone to in the world only God. I, I've seen it. I've seen it online. People singing it in white churches and places. Yes, and I'm over. like yeah. Jehovah. Don't do me something. Yes, we find a way to put in some English words there, but the DNA, the sound, the melody, the DNA is African. Mm. So mm. that that whole mindset of oh, if you are Afrocentric, if if all you are doing is singing in vernacular, hello. I can count how many songs Angela Kijo did in English. Exactly, exactly, her, exactly. Her closet is full with Grammy Awards. I can. Count. I mean, some some of the biggest some of the biggest names, you know, some of the biggest Whoa. names that we've known out of Africa, and I can call. I could talk about people like the Yuso Indoors Yuso and all Indoor, of those. Manu Dibango. 
Manu Dibango, all these guys never sang in somebody else's language. Well, Every I now mean, and again, Mama they would Africa, do. The lady from, yeah, from, from, yeah. from South Africa. And um, what's what's her name? Um, uh, 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 Maria Makiba. Maria Makiba. So there is something about the African sound where people think, "Oh, I must sing in English to go global." No. Find your strength. And if your if your strength if your strength is in English, hey, hey by all means, then then my, do it. Look, my friend, my my very dear friend, to 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 us to Sinach. Sinach communicates yes. in English. Yeah, yeah, point yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she dropped a song the other day, oh man, man. I almost, yeah. I almost jumped out of my body. <laughs> you know, because I was right there at that event on her birthday in Lagos when she dropped the song. She said, I'm going to do something that's going to wow all of you right now. And the song started. Listen, I almost ran on stage. I was like, what? And it was a pleasant surprise. But mm. she tried it. It worked out. And she's on her lane. She doesn't... She has seen it. My grace... You said you've said something there. Stay stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Identify stay, your stay, lane. Stay in your stay in your calling. First, you identify that lane, and, and you stay you in that lane. Choose your pace. Mm. Mm. Yes, mm. because trying to run at another person's pace is a problem. Identify your race. When you, in fact, our no, know your lane. Identify your your pace. Choose, identify your race. Choose your pace. Run in your lane at your own pace. And polish it. And polish it. I mean, work, work at work at it. Usain Bolt, Uncle Charles, is known as the world's fastest man until he retired. And I'm going to use this analogy. Usain Bolt never ever went to try the marathon. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes. Go on. Talk, talk to me, Sammy. Yeah, talk and, to and me. Let me talk to you about that one. Mm. He never ever desired to say, look, you know what? They say I'm the world's fastest man. Let me go try the marathon with that guy from Kenya that, that beats everybody every year. He knew that the minute he tried it, he will cease to become he's, the he's finished. man. He's finished. He's finished. And vice versa. That guy mm. from Kenya who kills the marathon everywhere in the world, he will not survive Usain Bolt in a 100 meters dash. In fact... He will still be looking down and you say, Bolt is finished. <laughs> so these two people, they know. You say, Bolt, 100, 200. I do the relay. I might try 400 sometimes if I feel good. I do some triple jump and long jump and that's it. I have no business. I'm, I'm done. Marathon. Done. Done. Finished. And that is what people need to understand. Your success is in that your lane that you understand, and like you said, you begin to polish it as you go. You begin to diversify. You begin to repackage. You begin to reinvent. But everything is still under the same DNA. Mm. And that is what has kept me. And that is, all of this talk is to answer that question. Just that one question. I looked (laughs) at it, and I looked at it. I saw people come and go. I was a producer before I became an artist. And I said, I do not want to be like this. I want to wow. do this because I intend to do this for a long time with my life. And I just don't want to do it and vanish and disappear. So 
When Welu Welu came out, Uncle Charles, the first two years, nobody paid attention to that track. Because, I mean, I had done quite a lot of music for our Nigerian, uh, for Nollywood movies. So I was doing a lot of R&B stuff. So when I came, stepped out as an artist, and here I, I am singing, Welu Welu. Look at the video, all traditional attire in some yeah. village. And in a village, yeah, with all yeah, touched, touched yeah, roofs and everything. Yeah, people are looking at me like, what are you doing? And you know, that was a time where every young guy, you have to aspire to become a pop star. Is that a Michael Jackson or something or that? <laughs> a Luther, a Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross, or... name it, the Jackson Fives group. But I said, no. I just... This, this I, is your lane. This is my lane. And I know that this African sound, I, I can't explain it to you because I can't say it was a word of knowledge or God spoke to me or I saw a vision. But I just had some strong belief that this African sound is going to take over Africa. Africans are going to begin to consume African content and it is going to bust out to the rest of the world. I just can I can I can I just say something, you know, because I remember going back a few years, yes. you would go you'd go to a party and every song that you hear at the party would be something from the West. That's right. Some of these artists that we're talking about. <laughs> um but but now I mean this is not to say, you know, people still don't consume music from mm. the West, but it, it's it's changed. It's where you'd go to a, you'd go to an event, be it a secular event or, gospel or a gospel event. event it is everything. Our, it's our content. Everything from it's the motherland. Our, it's our content from the motherland. It has changed. In fact, in Nigeria, it 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 changed so much that they they made a law in NBC, Nigerian Broadcasting Cooperation. Wow! Okay. And said, you know what? If you are not playing. At least 75% local content. 75 On your radio and on your TV, you will have a problem with us. So, Sami, that, that takes us into another direction. Yes. Um, I think you've started on, it's like the next question I was going to ask you, really. Yes. What part do you think the media, i.e. radio announcers, the institution itself or, or, or government, government yes. structures, yes. how do you think these organizations or individuals have been instrumental in the growth of Nigerian gospel music. There's no doubt about it. Nigerian gospel music is on a certain trajectory at yes. the moment. Yes. Yes. How do you think the media, the setup, yes. people who make up, uh, you know, the media structure, mm -hmm. how have they been instrumental in that growth? I think the media people, the OAPs, the on-air personalities on radio, on TV, I mean, people like you right there with all your programs on different stations have played a very, very vital role. Very, very vital role. Because... But I'm, I'm, I'm even talking locally. Locally, yes. Locally. Played a mm. very, very vital role because a lot of them took it upon themselves to project sounds out of Nigeria. Gospel, secular a lot of them took it upon themselves to say, you know what? The same way we are playing a lot of these guys who we don't even know, who we might never meet in this life, who, who I cannot even run into an event and see, you know what? We have some talents back home 
And talent started coming up all over the place. And a lot of the OAPs, radio stations, and even some radio stations and TV stations were a bit stubborn in the beginning. They were like, how? How are we going to fill our airtime with, with, with Nigerian content? How? What kind of content is there? Because nobody was really looking, you know? So nobody really knew what was available. But when that decree came from NBC, hey. They were, people were actually forced to, to, to look for it. actually forced to go look for it. And they were pleasantly surprised. And, you know, wow. yes, they were surprised. But it was just a few because there was a quality issue. And the radio stations and TV stations were saying, by the time I play this foreign song and I drop your song in there, there's a drop in quality. Okay. You see, okay. They, they, they okay. had a point. There was a drop in quality. It wasn't mixed properly. It wasn't mastered properly. I mean, so a lot of us who heard them now went back to the drawing board. A lot of us started going online. And worked, of, you worked, yes, worked on yourself. We started working on ourselves. We started... A lot of the softwares these guys were using, we started buying some of them. We started getting some of them, taking some um, online courses. How do you use this? How do you master this? How do you mix with this? This kind of software for this EQ to treat the lead voice, everything. So we started improving on the quality of our productions. And there were some stations who also made it mandatory that if your production does not meet a certain level, match a certain standard forget they, it they will not play it regardless of what nbc is saying they have a standard to maintain and nbc too had to soft pedal because they said we play quality work here we will play nigerian stuff but we need the nigerians the artists whether it's gospel or secular to do quality productions and then boom that drove the thing to the roof. Everybody started paying attention to quality. From the writing to the producing, people who were producing themselves before, who had no business producing themselves, started giving out the job to professional music producers who will produce it. The producer knows, I can only produce. I don't know how to mix. Brings in somebody who can mix. The person who mixes says, you know what? Doesn't I don't know how to master. master. They bring in the I guy. I send it to someone to master. Exactly. And before you know, there was division of labor. Even songwriters now started having work to do because your lyrical content mattered. What I was secular, what I was gospel. Songwriters were being engaged to write songs. Well, which is a problem that sometimes I have in the industry where you have people who are very good singers but don't write good songs, but yes, still keep writing songs. Yes. And therefore kind of affects the quality yeah. in the end. So what you're saying is, is people actually thriving for excellence. Mm -hmm. There was a quest for excellence. Yes. And you identify, even if it means division of labor, that, different people doing different things right. to produce something quality at the end of the, the day. End, the where if, if you send it to any radio station, they can't refuse it because, no. hey, this is the evidence. It's the evidence. It was we've, properly we've, done. We've put the, We've put the work in. Yes, they preview it and they're like, yes, this is good to go. Straight up. And those stations, those even with the musical videos, musical videos, man, the, the bar was put so high mm. that mm. the stations that people watch, if you want them to see your work, those stations said, if your video doesn't cut it, we will not play it. 
we don't care how much your production or your publicity budget is. I mean, I, I could list a whole heap of um, video producers <laughs> from Nigeria and you see their work and it's <sighs> like, wow. So the wow. thing went wow. to another level and some people thought they could go past it. Okay, I have a big promo project. They'll tell you, sorry, this production, we cannot play. It doesn't cut it. It doesn't, it doesn't cut, cut it. it. It's not about your budget. Wow. It's about the wow. production. Wow. And we have a reputation to maintain. So a lot of Nigerian artists, I think in Africa... Nigerian artists were the first, if you remember, Uncle Chuck, they started running to South Africa to shoot video. Yeah, yeah. If you remember. Yeah, yeah. They started going I remember, to I, South Africa. I remember, I re I remember Joe, 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 Joe Praises and, you know. Um, I, ever, before Joe Praises. You, you did, you did as well. A lot yeah. of the secular you artists did. were going yeah, yeah. to shoot mm. because in South Africa, they have film institutes the equipment. and film schools yeah. all over the place. The students are... They let them do pet products with their own, their own projects, on quality equipment, shoot on full HD, yeah. and you could go there and with a budget that's not too crazy, you can shoot a good video and come back. So a lot of us went, and then the Nigerian music producers, I mean video producers, video directors said, "Okay, what is in if that's what you want." We'll, okay. gi we'll give you what you want. And a lot of them went to film school. A lot of them wow. went to South Africa. Some went to study lighting. Some went to do cinematography. Some went for directing. And some went for even props. So by the time they came back, you see the guy. They were fully, they fully were equipped. Ready. The guy doing the camera work is different from the guy who lights the set. That guy lights up the set. The DOP checks it. In his viewfinder, I said, "Yes, I like what I see. I shoot." You know, so so it's it's about people developing themselves as well. So it's not just having no, the desire, no, but to develop the, yourself. The desire is not enough, Uncle Charles. You got to work it, and you got to keep working it because the entertainment industry is dynamic. You wake up tomorrow, boom, there's something new. You go to bed, you wake up next tomorrow, there's a new artist, there's a new sound. Whoa, have you seen that new video? Have you seen some special effect? So you are constantly on your toes, reinventing yourself, studying your environment, look at what people are churning out, look at what is happening around you. So you can use that as for checks and balances to know that, okay, oh, there's, the sound is changing. The sound is changing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you, you, you are not caught unawares. So you are not listening to your own music. You, I've, there are times I would just stay, I just go on YouTube, and I just begin to watch randomly. Or I just go online. What are the new songs that are out? I start to listen. I start to listen. I start to listen. And the ones that, are, that really, really get to me, that are gospel in the kingdom, I, I put it on my page. I post it. Like, listen, you guys need to check this song out. You guys need to. So I am totally aware of what is happening in my industry and that just keeps you on top of your game you are not necessarily it is good it is good for somebody to provoke you positively when somebody is doing good work around you mm. yes mm. i call it positive provocation you're like mm, my goodness this thing is this thing is happening i need to go i need to go back to the drawing board 
especially if you're planning to release something and something comes out that is just taking over everywhere. You need to just go back. Feel free to go back to the drawing board and check. Or, or, or even sometimes does that does, does that include contacting the person? If you, you know to find out. To say, listen, dude, this is your video. Who shot it? Can hmm. I can I get the details of of the video director or who produced this music? My goodness, or those voices you use for the background vocal? My goodness, how can I reach them if they were analog? instruments who was that drummer who was that bass player who was that guitarist and by the time you bring those people into your circle of course you must also have a budget for it because a lot of these good things are not free and that is one yeah, thing they, they, yeah yes yeah, that, yeah. that is one thing that is also an issue we like the good things but a lot of these service providers who give the top notch top notch production you need to part ways with some pennies to get them involved in your production you know? i mean i, I I, I know for sure um, that in the gospel industry, there yes. aren't that many um, record labels yes. operating in, 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 yes. in, in Africa. So yes. looking at how well gospel music is doing in Nigeria, mm-hmm. how do people go about funding projects, funding recordings, marketing? You know, how do you guys go about that? Or is it, and people have sometimes said because Nigeria has the numbers, Nigeria is over 150 million people. So, you know, it's a numbers game. How do you explain that? Well, um, the numbers, the people don't come and fund your projects for you. The people are available to patronize you when you are done with your project. Right. Aha. So that so it's not it's, it's 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 not as if you have um, independent executive producers who would put money into your work yeah, and there, stuff like that. There are people. No, no, no. There are people. There are individual. Mm-hmm. Um, there are individual record label owners. There are people who have businesses who also decide to open an arm for entertainment and they sign on this artist. They put money in there. A lot of individual labels are there, but. All the big known labels we used to know from way back, they are all no more existing. So you have private business people who have a love for the arts who say, mm, let me pump some of my money into the entertainment. Um, but you see, I, I've heard people saying that that's the old model because now you, those old um individuals who would pump money into your business previously they would say okay um somebody will buy the rights to somebody's music and they'll produce a hundred thousand cds they know when they sell a hundred thousand cds uh, they can make yeah, their money back right now yeah right <laughs> now it's all it's all gone glo- uh, it's all gone um you know digital so no, those are the marketers we used to have those marketers who used to do that who pay you an upfront for the hundred thousand copies yeah. two hundred thousand copies no, yeah. those ones are not the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about private businessmen who have who set up music labels. Mm-hmm. They set up music labels and they begin to sign artists, and then and this is not this is not just secular. This is no, secular no, no. and gospel and secular. Oh yes, okay, okay. They've, yes, I know a few of them who who just take one at a time, and you know, and then some artists have also now got to a level where they can also sign on another artist. Or, f- or even fund the, or, or the fund, ministry. Yes, I'll fund, just take one and say, okay, take two. I know a few artists who, who, who are doing that and they're doing it well. 
So, so take uh, on up, up, upcoming artists yes, and then invest, invest in them invest as well. Invest in them, carry them along, especially for mm. an artist who has um, a busy itinerary. They take them everywhere they are going, do one or two songs, oh, wow. okay. do a collaboration okay. with them, okay. push them, record a video with them and just use their brand to push that artist. And then some people are also doing it totally all by themselves. They have a label. They are the artists. They are the label owners. They are the, they are the label owners. <laughs> uh, they, they are, are the executive producers. Ma managers. They are the managers. You know? Then a lot of them also have bands. They run the band. A lot of them mm. do the PR to... My goodness. So, And we have quite a lot of that going on. Where the artist now sets up his own small um, office where he has, he has a PA... He has an admin person and they set up the email so people can email, people can call. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. So that is what is really, really happening a lot around the place. The artist builds up his or herself, get to that place. That, 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 that sounds to me like Zama Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> that is Zama Entertainment for you right there. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Zama Entertainment is actually the record the record label of Samuel Kosko. Yes, that is my label. They, mm. they, they signed me on, but I'm the CEO of the label. <laughs> All right, All right. So, that makes sense. So, and, 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 and those artists, so that there is division of labor, so that you don't end up trying to do everything by yourself, mm. so you don't mm. burn out. So you, 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 you have a small location where um, people can actually go to or people can call, there is a landline, or there's somebody to pick it up. People can send an email and somebody will respond. And then the artist just begins to grow from there. Because I've seen, like me, I started from I started from a little space. And then the thing grew into, because we were all in that space together. It grew to when it was their space and my space. And then it grew to when we could now take on um, a whole building. Because we now needed to have our own studio, you know, where you can go in and record without checking the time. Oh, my goodness, my session is over. So we had to build it to that point. So we needed more space. We built the studio in there, and then we we're like, okay, we need a rehearsal space. We moved to a bigger place where we also have the rehearsal space, the recording, you have the staff. And then when we started getting into, when Zama Entertainment started getting into, okay, if somebody calls me for an event, come sing at my wedding, come sing at my baby shower, my birthday, I should be able to go with my gear without, you know, you know, when you project all of that, you walk towards it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So where we are at now, we have storage for our musical gear with the truck parked right by it. So if we are coming for your 50th, 60th, 70th birthday, F fully equipped, boom, the truck goes with the technical crew, the setup. I mean, what, what we have now, we can conveniently power um, an indoor auditorium of about 5,000 people. Wow. Yes. Wow. Front of the house on wow. back line all the way, you know. So, I mean, from what you're saying, it looks like everything is, well, as, as the English would say, Ankidori in Nigeria, everything is, is all smiles and is all good. If I was to ask you to identify some things that you wished 
when the way they are or you'd yep. wish to see some imp improvement yeah not just in nigeria but yeah. across All everywhere else yeah. what, what what would you what would you say i think the 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 in, the, in terms of remuneration for artists, I mean, I have been able, by God's grace, to interact and speak to some of my friends in Europe and America. And they tell me that their first source of income is not their artist fees. Mm. Their first source of income is their royalty. Their publishing. <laughs> because that one never stops. That is the first, if they were going to list, I was like, okay. Whether, whether, whether there's corona or not. Oh, uh, not. That is one thing. Corona couldn't stop people from going online. It stopped physical gathering of people, concerts in the stadium, in a hall, all kinds of public gatherings, but it didn't stop anything online. And it made a lot of sense during this season. Mm. It made mm. a lot of sense because they actually told me, make sure your catalog, put it up, put it up. Make, you are either with ASCAP or BMI. And I was going to say, this is the problem I think should be fixed in Africa. This whole issue mm. of copyright, copyright and publishing. Pi piracy. Piracy. It is a big problem. Oh, yeah. Nigeria Nigeria is not there yet. I mean, Ghana is doing it to, to a certain level. South Africa is doing it to, to, to a certain level. If I take these two countries out of Africa, I really don't know where else any, any, any African artist based in Africa is collecting royalties from in Africa. All my stuff is being protected and published with BMI. And BMI does all the collecting with all their um, different arms that they get. But that, uh, that uh. publishing and royalty and piracy thing is killing artists in Nigeria. because The, the industry. Yes, we have the numbers in Africa. But you cannot really benefit from royalties of the sales of your album only and just depend on that. Meanwhile, that is really supposed to be your first source of income before the mm. artist fees. Before the and before, before even immediate sales. Before immediate sales. Like, okay, I go to this um, concert, I sell directly, my, my people are there, they set up. No. Royalties that comes from every station, radio or TV that plays your song, you get mm. paid. You get paid. In Europe, in America, it is working. Because I get statements from BMI like every month or every other month or every quarter and they tell me everything where they have collected monies from and it is tied to my Bank of America account because they, they forbade me to attach those royalties to my Nigerian account because of what's going on all around the world now. So if that can be fixed, Nigeria, close to 200 million people. And I can conveniently say 65% of that population are Christians. Wow. So wow. if wow. I wow. sell, if I sell to 10 or 20% of that population, 
and that money actually comes to me. My goodness. That is well. Um, <laughs> that, that is that is a big story. But you know what? Um, if you've just joined us, thank you very much for tuning into the conversation with Uncle Charles. And um, in conversation with me today is um, the Welu Welu Master Samuel Poso, all the way from Nigeria, and he's he's just sharing and breaking some myths here about um, the music industry, and especially in Nigeria, opening our eyes to a few things as to how the music industry in Nigeria is thriving. Was what is it that people have actually done? to make sure that you know the industry has gone to a certain level um and some of the if i can call them prerequisites things that you have to have on the ground to make sure that your industry survives uh, and he's talked about the issue of piracy as well which is um it's a big hindrance for the industry in africa in, 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 in africa um, sami where do you see you're on the ground where do you see the Nigerian music industry in the next, let's say, five years, the next ten five, years. Five, ten years from now, um, the Nigerian music industry. In fact, I dare, I dare say, the Nigerian entertainment industry, because music out of Nigeria has gone global. Comedy out of Nigeria has gone global. The fashion industry out of Nigeria has also gone global. Even sports out of Nigeria. A lot of Nigerian footballers all over the world playing professional football. Or so, even even some 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 I saw a Nigerian um guy in um Ultimate Fight Club, UFC. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so the music, the entertainment industry, which is even then let's not forget Nollywood. Basketball movie industry. Yeah. Has also gone. You know, so where it is now is 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 actually the mindset and and the hustle and the hard work of people who have that global mentality like yes i am planted in nigeria but i can touch the world from nigeria to the world from ghana to the world from south africa to the world from kenya to the world from tanzania to the world it's a mental, mentality, issue. Mentality, mentality issue. Mentality issue. And mentality issue. Where we are now, I am so glad to 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 see what is happening in my lifetime. I mean, I'm 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 so I'm so I'm so delighted. I mean, when I when I, I mean, first of all, seeing what Waymaker has done all over the world, it's an inspiration. It, it, isn't it? it just makes me smile. Like you know what. You didn't just see this by mistake. And that is the covenant I have with God. Anything I see God do in my time is an indication of what he's going to do with me. Mm, 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 and mm. it has worked all from time immemorial. When I see some, because that thing is celebrated. It's not happening with you right now, but that is a signpost of where what God can do. So if God can do it for somebody else, as long as you are working, because God doesn't bless lazy people. Hello, check, check, check. You got to work. The work of your hands, God will bless. So when there is nothing in your hand, there is nothing for God to bless and multiply. So it's just going to be multiplied nothingness. So as long as you are working, you keep your eyes on the prize, God allows you to see. It's like a commercial. Boom! Oh my God! Look at my sister Sinat. 
Look at Waymaker. It's all over the world. It's being translated in different languages. Ba ba ba. This person is doing a cover. This person is doing a cover. Oh my God. So now she's going to be singing live with integrity music at the Dover Awards. You are seeing all of it. I mean, I, 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 I was, I was listening to um, a Steve Harvey interview a while back, and he was talking about the law of attraction. Uh-huh. And I, thought, I thought, you know what? That sounds something far fetched, but it's actually is is biblical, isn't it? Because yes. the Bible, I mean, in the, in the book of Proverbs, it says, "As a man thinketh, it is so right. is he." That's what we just said. Now it's all in the mind, Charles. It's in the mind. It's in the mind, and you work at it. You see it. You, you work, work at it. At it. Look at Burner Boy. Look at Burner Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a Grammy <laughs> nomination, and listen, oh. listen. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't see that. I, 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 can, I, can, I can tell you, you're excited, then with that laugh. <laughs> you saw that laugh because I am yeah. happy, and this is not about he's a secular artist or I'm a kingdom artist. This is it is for Nigeria. It is for Africa. It is possible. I don't see that Grammy escaping that guy in Max. Max, another two, three years. I don't see it escaping him. With the way he's no, he was, He was close, wasn't he? He was close. He got there. Yeah, he was close. And this is but the he, album. With the few things I've heard, it is off the chain. Yeah. It has but some you know, international you know, collaborations and some big people producing. So, my goodness. I like... I like how you said with the few things that you've heard. So I presume you haven't heard it, which kind of segues into my next question. Uh-huh. Right, we're almost <laughs> wrapping up now. Um, there's people have talked a lot, and there've been conversations in different quarters about collaborations between secular and gospel artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people have said, "Well, if you do that, it makes your ministry blow and stuff like that." What is your view on that? Well, uh, just recently. A man, a man that I know we all respect so much. Kirk Franklin just did a collaboration with um, the guy from Haiti. What's his name? Um, the Haitian guy, Charles. Um, oh, uh, the, the guy who did someone call me someone call me nine one one. Why Club Jean? Kirk Franklin just did it. Did a joint with him, and that is Kirk from day one. So. Collaborating with a secular artist, I will not say if you want your ministry to blow, go and collaborate. First things first, not everybody has the grace Mm. to collaborate Mm. with a secular artist. There are certain Mm. people who God has given that grace and the capacity to handle it regardless because stones are going to be thrown. Yeah, stones are going to be thrown. So if you don't have the capacity, those stones will kill you. If wow. you were not graced for it, first things first. That's the first thing I'm going to ask. If anybody says, "I want to do X Y Z with X Y Z," do you have the grace for it? You are a king. You 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 have you haven't done it. No, I haven't yet. done it yet. Okay. And have mm-hmm. I been approached? Yes, so many times. Uh-huh. I've been approached so many times, and. I know people who have done it in Nigeria. I know people who the stones have killed. Wow. I know people who the stones just bounced off. And so, those who were injured. Oh, and those who were injured. <laughs> well, and and, 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 and are limping. They are limping. They are limping. Still not seeing <laughs> that thing. And 
You have to understand your calling. Mm. Who are you called to? Mm. And, and that is what I also say. I, this, thank you for this question. Because even in the kingdom, there are some people who think if you have up-tempo jams, dance and groovy songs, then your, your music is not really to God. Your music, you have, you have become carnal. It is only when your, your sound is worship that is when God is receiving. And I've had to knock it down several times. That God is a God of variety. God is a God of variety. Even in the kingdom, there are people who feel that way. Where some, I mean, look, look, look at... Look at this song that's made it internationally now, and everywhere you watch on on YouTube, people are dancing to it. Jerusalem. Oh yeah, that's now, Jerusalem. Uh, the root of that song is actually a Zulu prayer, it's isn't it? Zulu prayer. At the end of the day, is some serious house it's music. Some serious uh, people are doing all kinds of choreographies to it, and mm. because that beat, the person understands how to work that beat. If you look at yourself and your calling, you know that your expression is only worship. Stay on that lane and just churn out that thing and let God inspire you. Don't talk down and don't criticize the guys who God has also given the ability to do dance and groovy songs. Coming so to the beat. Yes. The beat, it's, the beat doesn't determine the spirituality. The beat has nothing to do with the spirituality. It is just a beat. It's a rhythm. The content is where the line is drawn. The content. Wow. There is no secular or satanic or carnal beat. There is nothing like that. It is somebody's creativity. You go to the producer, produce so so and so song for me. I want this kind of genre. And then the guy does it. You bring your spirit-filled lyrics and you put it in the middle, in the middle of that beat, and you are able to reach the people God has called you to. Because, Uncle Charles, there are setting people right now, the young people, the millennials, they want something that will make their heart pop first. And I use the word first. You got to get them pumping and jumping and screaming first. And then it is very easy to get them to lie flat on the floor and just worship and be lost in the presence of God. But being able to catch their attention, short attention span. So if you are not graced for it, there are people God has created to reach them and catch their attention. Look at my, 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 my son in gospel. Akbaroro is a crazy guy. Akbaroro knows how to go into the streets. Get them to jump. Get them to shout. At the end of the day, when they are sweating, you see all of them lifting up their holy hands and worshiping God. Tim Godfrey is going to make you jump as high as you want if you have the liver. But at the end of the day, <laughs> he brings you down and you know that this is all is different expressions, but it is all about Jesus. So collaborating with a secular artist, I have not been released to do it. Let me use that word. But I wow. do not criticize or talk down on people who do it. The only question I ask them, like I said, 
be sure you are graced. Are you, are you, are you ready? Yes, be sure you are graced to do it. If you collaborate with this guy, be sure if the stones come. Stones were thrown at Jesus, so <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. They're going to stone you. But you can know? you handle it? Can you handle the stones when it comes? I saw a Kirk Franklin interview how he was banned from churches when he released pom, 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 stop. Stop. <laughs> Even in America, that is the Western world that we think they got it all going on. He was banned from churches that this is not gospel music. This is too groovy. And that is why when he said, for those of you who think gospel music has gone too far, mm. you ain't seen nothing yet. I saw his interview. He was the guy, the guy, the guy was he was he was defiant, wasn't he? But he was locked out of churches. But he, 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 he was prepared for it. Yes, that's what you're talking about. Are you prepared to 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 go around to go down that lane? Because it is possible, but those stones can kill you, injure you, or send you straight to ICU, and you might never come out. So, if you're not graced to do a collaboration with a secular artist. Just leave it and let the people who God have graced for it, God knows they will go through it, deal with the battles, the storm and the stones, and they will still come out as fine gold. You know, Sami, I tell you what, I've, I've only just scratched the surface of the list of my questions here. I am here. And we, we, we could talk forever. We could talk forever. <laughs> but I think we're going to have to arrange and have a, a part, part two, two. To, this com- <laughs> to this conversation, honestly, because I have to go through those questions at some point. Yes. Um, but tell us, do you have any projects yes, ongoing? Yes, do you have any? Have yes, you just released yes, anything I recently? I, have. I mean, for all of you listeners to our, I have a new song there. Omeriwo in Igbo language means God has done it. Omeri were featuring the songstress Mercy Chinwo and, and Henry Soul. Omeri Wo is already out there, is doing great. People are downloading it. I'm getting great reviews. And um, those I've been releasing singles because this is like Yeah, for for yeah. for in the last year. In the last six months, reviews, yeah, six uh, months released quite a few. I've been released, yeah. yes. I've I've done, of course, Sing Hallelujah is a chat buster all over the world now. <laughs> my hands, my feet. Uncle Charles, you were there when we were recording that song. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> little did we know. Pow- powerful night. <laughs> little powerful did we night. know what was going to happen with that with that vibe. It's there. It's still it's still topping the charts everywhere. I've never seen God change. Omeriwo is out. Nobody can is out there. I even have a track with Apollo Scatter Dance. So, but yeah, Scatter Dance. Well. Yeah, you people right now. The freshest thing from me. Is Omeriwo featuring Mercy Chiwo and Henry Soul. And um, we're going to rock that for a while uh, until um, we are planning. And then I also have been doing um, something called Sing It, Win It with Samuel Poso on online. It's, um, it's like a little talent show. Yeah, it's a talent it? show, which is strictly for upcoming singers in the kingdom. My heartbeat is for the kingdom. It's not a general thing. So it's to raise, identify, and create a platform for upcoming talents in the kingdom. And we've just concluded season one. Um, we started in the month of August. Um, winners every week, every Sunday, a winner emerges with a little token prize money all the way to mm. September. But what we want to do now for the grand finale is to bring all the winners 
from August and all the winners from September together for them to go head to head for a bigger prize money and a bigger package. We, we tend to, I tend to pull out the first, second, and the third position from it. And then um, that will be the end of season one. Sing it, win it with Sammy Okosu. And after that, we will go to season two and season three as God permits. Wow. So those are the things. My new single, Sing It, Win It. Sing It, Win It. Yes. And well, new single is Omeruo. Omeruo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, Sammy, as I said, we can carry on and chat for the whole day. Um, but um, how can people hook up with you if you just give us your social media handles? Oh, it is Sammy Okoso, at Sammy Okoso, S-A-M-M-I-E-O-K-P-O-S-O on Twitter and on Instagram. They are both verified accounts. You can't miss it. They both have the blue badge. So any other account you see that is not verified. It's fake. It's fake, the fake. fake Sammy Okoso. <laughs> S-A-M-M-I-E-O-K-P-O-S-O. Verified on Instagram, verified on Twitter. That is it. That's how you can catch me and uh, all my information there. Mr. Sammy Okoso, God richly bless you. And all can right. we get a commitment from you saying you will come back on this oh show? I just need a yes. I just need a yes from you. Yes. My name is Henso with the Things to do for me, the free. I saw the God for you, the leader.